Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. First and foremost, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you are still full. I hope that you still feel lethargic. I, I hope you're still sitting on the damn couch. Um, I hope you enjoyed the day. I hope you did not count your macros. Um, I won't say I hope you didn't train hard because I believe everybody should train hard on Thanksgiving. It just makes you feel good at dinner. It makes you soak up those carbs a little bit easier and increases your appetite. I know for me, I have a little bit extra when I hit a hard training session. Um, and today I'm recording this ahead of time, but I will be hitting my leg day before Thanksgiving which is not going to be fun. But nonetheless, I hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving. I hope you were fully present with your family. And I hope today you are having a great Black Friday and spoiling yourself. Please tell me you ordered something. Um, so far, let's see, I am – it's it's Wednesday when I'm recording this, and I've already made a couple Black Friday purchases. Uh, supplements, uh, I'll drop a link for that in the show notes. Uh, shout out to Top Notch Nutrition. But – the thing I want to talk, talk to you guys about is what we're offering, obviously. So this is uh, somewhat of a sales pitch, but not very salesy because I don't like salesy sales pitches. This is just letting you guys in on what we are doing for Black Friday, and there is a limited spots available. So I highly suggest you listen in and you jump on this because I don't know when this is going to be available again. We might never make this available again. This is something I'm just testing out. Um, it's perfected, so I'm very confident about it. We just don't know if it's something we're going to consistently do. But uh, nonetheless, we are launching something today. We never discount our coaching or anything like that, but we do offer something special on Black Friday. And today we're uh, offering our 12-week program. It's not a challenge. It's not a transformation program or anything like that. However, it is 12 weeks to your best body and your best performance. And, and that's kind of what it is coined as. It's perform and transform 12 weeks to your best body. And you can actually choose your path. So I'm going to drop a link to this in the show notes. It is 197. So 197 for three months of training from me. So you get access to True Coach. You get access to the training program of your choice, and you get a fully periodized and adjustable program along the way. So this is something that is going to challenge you. Every week, there's going to be new things. Um, you are going to be testing your, some of your max lifts, and you will set PRs more than once within this program, but you're also going to either burn fat or build muscle, and I'm going to get into that in a sec. Um, <clears throat> if you haven't listened to Monday's podcast, I'm going to link that in the show notes as well. And it's how to, uh, I believe I titled it, how to train for performance, aesthetics, and function. And that's kind of like basically what I talked about is the the meat and potatoes of this program, the skeleton of this program. So I want you guys to go listen to that if you're curious about this. If, if you just trust me, <laughs> I would just jump on this program. Like I said, there's a limited amount of spots per program. Um, and this does give you access to our training for three full months through the True Coach app. This is custom programs built by me. We have Perform and Build which is uh, our performance bodybuilding program. And then we have Perform and Burn, which is our uh, strength and conditioning performance program, more geared towards fat loss. Both programs can be used for strength and hypertrophy. So uh, 
essentially if you put yourself in a surplus of calories, you're not going to burn fat. <laughs> you might recomp actually, um, but the reason perform and burn is a little bit more geared towards full body, uh, t- um, towards fat loss, sorry, is because it's full body and because there is a little bit more of a high intensity feel to it. Um, you are going to have more of a metabolic quote unquote factor involved with this program. And I do think it's geared more towards fat loss. In fact, when I have clients who are specifically looking for fat loss, that's the program I put them through. Actually, when I did my photo shoot and which you guys have seen, um, I'm reverse dieting from right now, which you guys have seen photos of on my Instagram when I got really lean, that's the program I ran. So I actually did a form of perform and build uh, after, actually I did built for you, excuse me, I did build for you right after surgery to kind of just isolate muscles and just focus on building some muscle back after surgery. And then I shifted to perform and burn for a full 10 to 12 weeks, uh, get leaning out for my photo shoot. Uh, Literally, basically the identical program. The only thing that was different is just some equipment adjustments here and there as needed, but um, and which is also something that I implement in the program. So you don't have to worry about that, whether you're in a global gym or a CrossFit gym, or it doesn't really matter. Um, but nonetheless, that's a program I use lean up to it. And then right now I'm actually uh, at towards the tail end of performance build. Um, so is one of my clients, Chad Gable, who is in the WWE, strong as hell. He's a beast uh, with strength and conditioning, but he's also jacked. <laughs> and we've, in uh, actually, I just had a text from him today talking about how much he's been loving it. Um, he's just smashing it and he's towards the tail end of it as well. So we're a little bit ahead of you guys. Um, however, you can use the same program that I've used literally either way, the fat loss program I've used and the, the muscle growth program I've used and the muscle growth program I've used on individuals who are literally on TV. So it's, it's a sound program and you can kind of choose which path you're going to follow. So if you click the link in the description, you're going to get to a page that says perform and transform. And there's a video, watch the video. I talk and describe performance, bodybuilding, the perform and build. And then I describe perform and burn um, and why you might choose one or the other. And then once you uh, purchase, you'll be able to click select my program. You'll, you'll purchase the, the 197 covers the entire three months. It's one payment. There's no splitting it up, nothing like that straightforward. Once you pay for that, you get to another page and it's another video. Make sure you watch the video. I go a little bit more in depth on why you will choose each program. And there's a drop down menu that allows you to select the program you want to select. Once you select a program, you will be automatically uh, sent to our inbox and we will be able to give you access to that program inside True Coach and you will start the following Monday. So if you sign up for this today, you will get access to this Monday. Uh, you'll get an email Sunday night and you'll get an email every single day letting you know what your training program is. Um, and then as the weeks go on, your program tra- changes. And if you download the True Coach app, you can see that along the way. So once again, guys, this is honestly something I'm very, very excited about. It is it's the best representation of my quote unquote style and my methods of training program design. So if you want to see how I program for the majority of the clients I work with, if you want to see the programs that seem to work the best for the people I work with, these are the programs to use the full body program or the upper lower split, which is perform and build. Um, You literally get access to the programs that I use myself to get myself as lean as possible and as big as possible. And on my top clients who are literally on TV. So this is a great example. And that's purposely why I ran Chad Gable through this program. So you guys can get access to the program that the WWE star is using um, with modifications, of course, because he is more advanced than some people. So there's ways that you can shift things. And you also get help from me, obviously, along the way to make sure that you are getting uh, the substitutes needed. Um, Now I'm just ranting. So I'm gonna stop ranting. But guys, this is the one chance 
to join this. We are closing it after this weekend. So it will be open for this weekend. Once you sign up, you will get access to the True Coach. We're going to close this on Monday. So Cyber Money is the last chance to get this. I'm not going to bullshit you and say it's just today and then throw out another email promo and say Monday, Cyber Monday, we're doing it again or anything like that. The truth is we're doing this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday unless it sells out today. So if too many people join today, we're closing it. So I would jump on this as soon as you hear this. If you need a program to carry you into the new year, if you are tired of your training program right now, if you're bored of your training, if things are getting stale, if you're not seeing results, if you're hitting plateaus, or you can't decide between the goal of performing and conditioning and building strength or looking your absolute best. These programs are the perfect programs to optimize performance, enhance your function, as in movement, and change your aesthetic physique. So actually transform your body. Not to mention just have fucking fun. These programs are extremely fun. That's one of the feedbacks I've been getting from a lot of people. Is like, man, I'm just having a lot of fun in these programs. So guys, jump on this. This is your only opportunity. It's going to close. I promise you that by the end of the weekend. Um, and I'm really excited about this. So perform and build, perform and burn. There's a link. It's the first link in the description. Black Friday. It's on sale, 197 We may never do this again. Um, we may do another 12-week program in the future, but I can't promise that. So if you are, have ever been curious, this is the cheapest. Um, normally, that's a $900 value to get three months of training. So I would jump on this as fast as possible because that's less than a third of the price. 197 jump on it right now black friday spoil yourself change your physique uh the next thing i want to talk about my opinion on whoop been getting a lot of questions about this um and i don't think people are going to be eh, they might not be surprised um so i've been testing out whoop um as some people know uh i i went back and forth between whoop and aura ring the truth is um, I really do like Aura Ring, and I actually hear a lot of amazing things about Aura Ring. I actually hear more great things about Aura Ring than, than Whoop. Um, not that, or I'm not saying Aura Ring is better. I'm just saying I hear more great things about it. Um, the, the reason I didn't get Whoop is, one, because I already have a wedding ring on. Two, I, I don't really wear rings. I don't like rings. It's, it, feel, it felt weird. I had to get really used to wearing a wedding ring in the first place. Um, so I don't want two hands with rings on it or two fingers together with rings on it. And then the third reason is because I take off my ring to train every day. I don't want to take off the, the aura ring every time I train because the whole point is to track that. So um, I decided to go with Whoop. A um, few things on it. Uh, you have to put it on, and I don't know if my wrist is just bony in a weird position. I have a weird bone spur or something, but uncomfortable. I just didn't like it. Um, but I'm being uh, a little bit of a wimp with that, so that's, that's, a, that's a shallow complaint. Um, I think the analytics are cool. A lot of the HRV stuff is derived off of cardiovascular output. So it's very, very applicable for sports, um, uh, for bodybuilding, eh, not so much. And not that I'm a bodybuilder, but I would say I'm a recreational bodybuilder. I do some power work, some strength work and a lot of hypertrophy. Um, and I don't feel like it gives a true depiction of my HRV. Because it would give me the green light, and I'm like, man, I'm smashed. I hit 5.31 yesterday, so I worked up to a 1, did a lot of volume. I'm smashed. I saw like shit, and it said green, and I was kind of confused. But I didn't do any cardio. I don't do any cardio. <laughs> Rarely ever. I, I just go on walks. So I thought that was a bad depiction. Um, the, the sleep thing is cool. I learned that I wake up a little too frequently. Um, so I did, uh, actually I've been supplementing with, uh, top notches, uh, sleep formula and that's been helping, but I, nonetheless, I mean, I, I, I mean, I could have told you that if Blakely wakes up, the monitor goes up, I wake up, I look at it, she goes back to sleep, I fall back to sleep and then it is what it is. So that's n kind of information I already knew. Um, and it's not going to change. Um, I guess it built 
awareness for me, which I, I do believe is a, is a big key. If you're completely unaware, then I think that you're not optimizing your environment. So I will say it did remind me to say like, fuck, okay, get my blue light uh, blockers on. Sometimes I leave them upstairs and I forget to grab them and we'll start watching TV and I'll just be like, ah, screw it. But this kind of gave me that motivation. It gave me a drive. It built some awareness. So I will say I, I found myself walking my ass upstairs before TV time or even after TV time started if I remembered to go grab more often because I wanted to see my sleep improve. So that's a big benefit. Um, I would say part of it is for me unrealistic. It, it Like for me to – there's basically get by, perform, and peak. Um, I would always put it on perform because I don't want to just get by. And I, But I also don't think I need to peak. Right? I don't need to peak tomorrow. I'm not maxing or anything like that or I don't have a race or a competition or anything like that. So I usually push perform. And oftentimes I would need at least eight and a half. If not, sometimes it would tell me I needed nine and a half hours of sleep. And that is just completely unrealistic for my lifestyle. Um, I'm pushing to get seven, seven and a half. Which I, I want more. I want eight. So I'm hoping with the warehouse being open in the next couple of weeks um, and me having time there to work, I'll actually be a little bit more productive and I'll be able to sleep in an extra hour. So maybe instead of waking up at five, I'll start waking up at six and I can do that. But for now, seven hours is as long as I'm going to get. So it just turned into a repetitive thing of me seeing this uh, sleep coach on my app tell me, hey, you need to get more sleep. You need to get more sleep. Hey, sleep nine hours. Hey, you didn't sleep eight hours last night, so now you need nine. Hey, now you need nine and a half because you need to catch up. And it just got frustrating because it's unrealistic. And I think there's a balance between getting enough sleep and uh, enjoying your life. And to me personally, enjoying my life does mean staying up enough to be able to watch Netflix with my wife and, and lay in bed with my wife before she goes to bed. You know what I mean? To, uh, I don't want to go to bed at the same time as my fucking daughter. So like, I, I, it's just something I'm not willing to sacrifice seven hours of sleep. I can push for that. Uh, eight and a half, nine. I can't. And on the weekends I do, but that was kind of frustrating. And it just, it just got to a point where I wasn't seeing any perceived value. Um, I can't track my steps on it. Um, there's no, uh, like metrics for my gym. I mean, that's just in my journal and I don't expect, uh, uh, any type of data tracker to give me metrics for my gym besides HRV and I'm not doing a ton of cardiovascular work so I don't think it really applies too much so honestly I returned it um, I was in the the, the the shitty thing about it is you have to do a commitment so it was like a six-month commitment but if you ret- refund it or return it within the first 30 days you can bypass that so I shipped it out yesterday because um, I'm done with it used it for about a week uh, week and a half actually no it was about two weeks and I just realized you know after two weeks of just reading the same shit over and over again like get an unrealistic amount of sleep, get an unrealistic amount of sleep over and over and over again. I just kind of was like, okay, this is, this is kind of pointless. Um, I'd actually rather have an Apple watch and just track my, uh, how many times I wake up throughout the night and, and how many hours of deep sleep I get. And that way I can aim to create a better environment. Their sleep app isn't, maybe isn't as accurate, which I, I don't know if that is a fact. It might be, um, but I also can at least track steps and I can see the time. <laughs> like the reason I don't have an app watch right now is cause I just hate the notifications going off. But I mean, at the end of the day, like I would love to be able to track my steps at least. And I couldn't even do that with whoop. So, uh, my opinion on whoop is, um, I didn't find it very useful. Um, I just found it to be another piece of data that I was trying to look at and trying to focus on and getting frustrated with. Um, I, I find more use in tracking my macros and a few pieces of biofeedback and then just having, a, a training log, you know, um, I use true coach, uh, just like the people who will be joining the black Friday special. Um, and that's how I track my workouts and it's just, I keep it simple. So not a huge fan of whoop. Um, I think it could be applicable for a competitive athlete. So I do think that, um, and yeah, so that's my opinion. I'm not a huge fan. I don't think it's very applicable to fat loss or muscle growth to be completely honest. 
Um, another thing I was going to announce today. So we had the Black Friday special. We had the Whoop Opinion. And then the next thing I want to announce is a uh, shout out to the two new interns starting. So we have finally uh, – I've had quite a few interviews. Actually, I was really, really grateful and, and excited to see uh, the amount of people who applied for the position. So thank you to everybody who did. Um, had great conversations with multiple people. And uh, we did land on two different individuals. Um, shout out to Haley and shout out to Mike. Um, Haley is, uh, I'm really, uh, I've known her for a while. I'm excited to bring her on because I've actually been coaching her. So I still coach her. So I coach her in nutrition. Um, she is a nutrition coach currently. Um, and she is also studying down in Florida. So she is at a university. She is actually doing research studies on protein. I believe correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Haley, <laughs> but, um, it's really cool to have her on the team because as she goes through research in the lab, um, and then she completes her degree, she completes her RD. So we'll have a registered dietitian on staff. Um, we will have somebody who is literally in the lab, assuming all goes well, um, during the internship. So a lot of pressure on you. Haley, but, um, and for those who don't know, everybody who works for the team has to go through an internship first. So there's a three month non-paid internship process of just like a ridiculous amount of real life experience, uh, beta client work, case study work, uh, educational process, books to read. There's a lot we put them through more certification courses that, uh, we get them into. So, um, there's a, they kind of go through the gauntlet before they can coach, which is, which is why our coaches are so highly qualified to those who make it through the internship, which we have had a few that have not made it through the internship, but, um, I have a lot of faith in you, Haley. So if you're listening to this, the pressure is on, people are hearing it. Um, and it's going to be really cool because I do believe you're going to get through that part. Um, and I, and I'm excited to have a researcher and a dietitian on the staff. Um, and then Mike, Mike is a CrossFit games competitor. He is also a school teacher and he is a past gym owner. So somebody with years of experience a ton of experience and the dude is just a fucking monster so shout out to mike um i'm gonna butcher your last name uh Al- albergren um i apologize and, and Haley is Haley colanino colanino i believe you must be italian uh but correct me if i'm wrong and correct me if i butchered the shit out of your name Haley. uh same thing with you mike but shout out to mike mike actually lives here locally so that's really cool Haley is in florida mike is here um we actually used to live in the same town. He still lives in that town, but I moved away. So he is here locally to me, which is awesome because we'll be able to have him at the warehouse more and more. Um, I say warehouse, but the headquarters, it's not really a warehouse anymore After by the time we get done with it. Um, but want to make a big shout out to them. I'm excited to bring them on over the next three months. We're going to be putting them through a ton of education, um, a ton of testing, if you will, to make sure that they're, uh, that they fit the part. Um, I know they fit the part personally because I've talked to them many times and they're just great human beings. And I would absolutely hang out with them, which is a big piece of this. Um, but nonetheless, they're both very experienced, very smart individuals, and they're just going to grow more. Um, so it's really exciting to bring them on team. Eventually they will be on the podcast, um, but shout out to them. I'm excited to bring them on. I'm excited to uh, announce that the team is growing again. I'm excited to announce that we're going to have a bigger team to help more people. And that's really what this is about. Um, and it's just, it's an unbelievable feeling to know that I'm being able to bring them on. So um, shout out to Haley, shout out to Mike. Uh, and yeah, those are the three announcements I have. Um, I'll give you guys an update real quick on the warehouse as well. Um, so basically we passed all inspections. Uh, we painted the walls, all that good stuff. So on December 7th, 
that's when we have people coming in for the turf, for the rubber matting, and for the wood wall. So we're actually doing wood panels across one full wall, which will look really, really cool. Just a really cool aesthetic feel um, where they're laying down the turf. So we're going to have one huge long strip of turf. I believe it's either 40 or 50 feet. Um, and then we have a bunch of obviously black rubber mats to go around the rest. Um, I would say next week we'll have the office done because that stuff's on its, it's in the mail right now. It's on its way to uh, here as we speak. So we'll have all the desks, all the, the podcasting table and chairs and station and uh, me and Travis's monitors and all that stuff is going up probably by, by next week for sure. Um, and then the week after that, um, actually all the turf and all that stuff gets installed while I am in Arizona speaking at the Impact Collective with – uh, Jason Phillips, Adam Schaefer, Sal Stefano, guys from Mind Pump, um, uh, Jordan uh, Duggar, and Aaron Diamond, like a bunch of really, really cool people speaking at that seminar. I'm excited to share the stage with them. But I'll be there while that stuff gets installed. So I'm really excited to come home from that trip and just see the warehouse done, basically. The office will be done. That will be done. And then later that week, um, I would say the week after that, the rogue shipment should be here. The rogue shipment got placed today, and it usually takes a couple weeks for them to get everything out. So we'll have a big shipment of rogue stuff. I mean, I went. I went kind of crazy. It was fun. Uh, I had to get another weight vest, got another pull bar, rings, uh, glute ham rays, uh, a yoke rack, which will be our second squat rack. But that way we have two and we can carry one with us. Another barbell, another uh, big set of plates, um, a full dumbbell rack, uh, and obviously the dumbbells. Um, and then what else did we get? We got a prowler and we got a sled uh, with extra straps and everything um treadmill obviously i'll put the assault bike and the rower in there as well my kettlebells that i currently have um i have my dip bars and i have my current barbell um plyo boxes we got more plyo boxes what else did i get i, I got a big strongman uh sandbag which i'm excited about that'll be fun um more landmine gear i got a whole bunch of stuff i'm trying to think of what else i got didn't get the t-bar row yet I'm, I'm i'm going back and forth um should i get a t-bar row with the chest support or should i drop a little bit more and get a pull down slash seated cable row which is what i really want but i also don't know if there's enough space <laughs> so I'm, I'm starting to get a lot of shit and i'm like okay i gotta get all this stuff in so we're gonna do the first batch first uh, but it's gonna be pretty well equipped a full functional facility I'm, I'm really really excited like to say i'm excited is actually a huge understatement um it's a dream come true i couldn't be more excited so um in the next few weeks everything will be done and then before the new year i'm going to do a full uh video where we show we'll come in with a drone and, and kind of show you guys the spot and post it up i'm excited i got people making a huge sticker decal with our logo it's like 15 feet long um, I'm, I'm on top of the world, man. And the cool thing about this too is, is right around that same time, our new website launches. So a lot of people don't know this yet, but we completely revamped the website. So the content is going to be 10 times easier for you guys to take in and, and view and get and so on and so forth. And so unbelievably excited that these both drop at the same time. Couldn't, couldn't have worked out more perfectly. Um, but yeah, a lot of updates today. That's 22 minutes of updates for you guys. So I apologize for the long winded intro, but just make sure that if you want to experience the training program that I use on myself and on some of my top clients and some of the people inside the elite. So there's people in the elite that have tested this too. So it's not just people like me or Chad Gable who have been lifting for a decade. It's also individuals who are in their first couple years. It's, it's 
moms and dads, it's teachers, it's gym owners, it's CrossFit owners, it's CrossFitters who need to shift and have more of a bodybuilding focus without losing that intensity that they like. Um, it's bodybuilders who need a change of pace. It's people who love athletic training and performance-based training but have goals for their physique. It's really malleable um, in the intensity and the volume is adjustable depending on the person. So if you are more experienced, you just ramp things up a little bit and it, and it shows you how to do that in there. But this is the program to jump on. This won't be available for long. It's a very limited up how many people we can have in there. And it's literally a third of the price it normally costs. So do not sleep on this, guys. It's Black Friday. Spoil yourself. Get the best training program you can possibly get online right now and set yourself up for 2020. The next thing was the Whoop Opinion. Not a huge fan. Interns, shout out to Mike. Shout out to Haley. Super excited for you guys to join the team and help us grow this. Um, and then the warehouse is almost done and content is about to fucking explode. Once we get in there, it is going to be opening hell's gates for lack of better terms. So get ready for that. And without any further ado, let's get on to these questions. All right. So the first question is from Susan Lenderts. Take a sip of my coffee, um, which has top-notch nutrition college in it. Um, shout out to my guys and Susan. You have been. This is actually a really cool thing. Uh, first and foremost, apologize if I said your last name wrong. I'm horrible with last names. I shouldn't even put your last name in there. Um, but I've been coaching you for over a year, and I don't know if I pronounced your last name right. Lenderts. Let me know. Um, probably butchered it more than once. But Susan just tagged me in a story. Um, just a little bit ago and she uh what was it she said she gained 40 pounds 30 pounds or 40 pounds on her back squat and removed the belt she was wearing crushing it super excited about that um so shout out to susan for crushing shit shout out to susan for sticking with a periodized program for a long fucking time that's what it takes excuse my french but i love hearing that stuff it made me so fired up because i see it and it's like one year ago it was a memory that's what it was you shared a memory of you back squatting with a belt on and you tagged me and said i'm squatting 40 pounds heavier now and not wearing a belt thank you cody and that was a year ago so shout out to Susan for sticking with it, uh, for following a periodized program and a periodized diet because we're doing things the right way. That's what real, real, really successful physiques are built from. Now, anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on German volume training and when, if ever, would you utilize? Yeah, so I think German volume training uh, – so for those who don't know, German volume training is 10 by 10. So basically, uh, usually it's on like an upper lower split, but technically you can use it on anything. Uh, but let's say upper lower split, you have, uh, I wouldn't do 10 by 10 on a deadlift. I don't think it's very smart. Uh, but let's say you do it on RDL. So you could do RDL or like a hip thrust, something that's like gluten ham dominates a hip hinge, but it's a little bit safer than a heavy, heavy deadlift uh, as far as your low back health goes. But you would do like, let's say lower, upper, lower, upper, lower, you would go bench, squat, overhead press, deadlift. Those are your like compound lifts of the day and you do 10 by 10. So you do literally 10 sets of 10. Um, I believe the intensity per lift and correct me if I'm wrong, is probably somewhere between 65 to 70%, maybe 60 to 70% of your one rep max. So it is a kind of like that hypertrophy zone, quote unquote, that you typically hit for that eight to 12 rep volume, but you're doing 10 sets of this. So 10 sets of 10 is German volume training. It's, it, it's not smart to utilize – like my thoughts on it are that it's a very – it's a specialty program. I think it is very limited in its applicability and I think you can only use it every so often and with, with a very niche client. So I used it way back and I got really good results on it. I did a front squat, uh, a barbell bench press, an overhead press and I believe it was an RDL. 
and I used it with great success. Now, there's a caveat here. I was 20, maybe 21. So I was young. Um, I did not have a, uh, like I didn't have a ton of stress in my life. I, I, I was a trainer. I worked at a gym. I trained people for a living. I love what I do. Um, I wrote blogs all the time. Like I had roommates. My rent was cheap. Like it was the perfect time for me to, to do this. I was still on my dad's insurance. Like I had no care in the world. It was just really easy. Right. So for me, it was perfect timing. I used it. I was in a surplus. I built muscle. It was great. For most people listening to this podcast, that's not very applicable. You do have stress in your life um, that is affecting your recovery. You're not sleeping eight to nine hours a night like I was. Um, you, you're you not in a surplus like I was. So I think it's very, very limited. I think for um, like a three to five at most, but like a short phase, if you want to do a high volume program and you don't want to complicate your programming, I think it can work really well. Um, it's very simple. So 10 by 10 dramatically increases your volume on your biggest movement patterns, your biggest muscle groups without overly complicating your program design by adding three sets of lateral raises, three sets of front raises, three sets of cable lateral raises, single arm, three sets of single arm front raises. And like you're trying to hit your delt from every angle and do it a million ways. Just do 10 sets of 10 overhead press. You'll smash it. Go a little bit wider grip. You'll hit more of the lateral head on your deltoid and you're good. Um, so I think it is – I think it's applicable in those scenarios. So for anybody listening who's like your ultimate goal is to build muscle, your ultimate goal is to change your physique, it can work in a short period of time for you if you do it intelligently, meaning you can't be in a deficit, so you've got to be at maintenance or above in my opinion. Um, you might be able to get away with it um, in a deficit. And actually I can think of a, a, a way you could and I'll touch on that in a sec. But in most cases you got to be at maintenance or above. Um, you're probably going to need some kind of highly branched cyclic action or intra-workout shake because – if you go to 10 sets 10 and you still do a little bit of accessory work, your training sessions are going to be pretty long. But nonetheless, you have to be in a period of time where your goal is building muscle, you're not in a deficit, and you have low stress in your life. If you can honestly say that, then I think it can be good. The other times I think it can be good is if you really don't have much time um, and you don't do a bunch of accessory work. So you could actually go, uh, your upper day could be 10 sets of 10 bench press and horizontal row. And then uh, day two is legs. You could do 10 sets of 10 uh, RDL and split squat. And then upper is 10 sets of 10 overhead press and chin up. And then 10 sets of 10 front squat or back squat and hip thrust. So now you're doing literally 10 sets per week per muscle group, probably more actually guaranteed more because you have some carryover and you're not spending a ton of time only because you're not running around the gym going back and forth changing things. You just go in. It's super simple. Um, So you can also use it that way. And then the last thing I would say is if you don't have a ton of time, it can work if you're just doing it like that. Or if you're in a deficit and you make it so you don't do a lot of more. So if you're in a deficit and you want to maintain muscle mass, more volume can be good. So you can do it there, but you can't spend much more time doing a ton of accessory work. So you have to be ready to limit your accessory work if that's the case. I personally get bored quick so in my training sessions. So I like variety. I like being stimulated mentally. So I enjoy going from like today – my workout was uh, I had some activation stuff. I did some explosive work, so I did a snatch, and then I did a five-three-one uh, protocol. So this week is fives um, overhead press, so strict press, and then I did a low incline dumbbell bench press, supersetted with a landmine T-bar row, and then I did seated lateral raises, and then I did uh, slightly bent over dumbbell shrugs, and then I did hammer curls and tricep pushdowns. So. I did a lot of exercises, right? I did some uh, activation. I did some explosive work, some dumbbell snatches. I did some pure strength, 
low rep work. Then I did some moderate rep, heavy uh, pushing and pulling. Then I did some isolation work for my upper back, shoulders, and arms. Like that's more fun to me than going 10 sets, 10 over press, chin up, and being done. Uh, but for some people, they love the big, basic, and boring. Um, and I think there's merit to that. There's a lot of people who build great physiques, especially old school guys that just hit it, went in and hit the compounds. Um, so I think it is applicable in some scenarios. But I think the times where most people think of it is like the program I just broke down for you guys. I did three sets of five today and then a drop set. So when I do five, three, one, which this is one of the, the strategies we used inside the True Coach programs, is you'll do a five, three, one. So we build your percentages of your one rep max over time. So each week you're hitting a different rep count, but you're building strength and it's it's guaranteed to set new PRs, like fucking guaranteed. It works every time. Um, but when hypertrophy is the goal or aesthetics goal is adding some kind of a drop set at the end. So going three sets of five at 65, 75, 85%, and then dropping back down to 65% and maxing out. So I hit my 65 for five and then 75% for five and then the 85 for five. Then I drop back down to that 65% load and I hit, I think today I hit 11, um, which is great. It's just extra volume. But instead of that, it would be me doing 10 by 10. If I would have done 10 by 10 today at my like 65%, I'd, it would have taken me so long. I'd probably just be smashed. But again, sometimes overreaching is good. So I've done phases with people where I'll go six by six. So six sets of six and then eight sets of eight. And then we'll go 10 sets of 10. And then we'll do a huge deload for like two to three weeks where we're just doing like three sets of eight to 10. And then we come back through. So it's like, peaking volume um, and accumulating volume over time. And it can be fun. It can be exciting. Um, and there's some great old bodybuilders. Vince uh, Garanda, I think is his last name. He was famous for doing 6x6 six six and 8x8. Eight eight. Um, and it's the same same idea as German volume training. All right. Lindsay Sands, best in-person coaching cues. Um, I don't know how well I can answer this question because I think it depends on the individual because everybody kind of has a different response to different cues. So like if somebody's doing a squat, for example, I might say, like, I want you to rip the floor. Like, I really like that, that cue because ripping the floor kind of gives you this idea of like, or gripping the floor works as well. It kind of gives you this idea of grabbing the floor with your feet, with your toes, like getting your whole foot to grip and then actually like torquing it or torquing the floor clockwise, right? Uh, counter and clockwise, like torque the floor outwards. So you're like gripping the floor and twisting your feet. You're going to create some external rotation in the hip. Your knees are going to point out slightly, but you're going to create way more tension in your hip. So rip the floor, torque the floor, grip the floor. That works really well with... Um, squatting i like anchor anchor yourself down in a deadlift because you like pull yourself into the bar and you create that pull before the pull that tension before you actually lift inside of a deadlift i really like that um bend the bar is great for deadlifts and uh bench press because you you really fire up the posterior chain before lifting um push through push through the lift uh works well with like a landmine press so you and a push-up because a lot of people stop short they don't protract at the top a lot of people are afraid of protraction because Bad posture is protraction, but if you protract at the top of a press, you're actually taking your scapula through a full range of motion. As long as you retract before you start the negative, you're golden. So I like telling people that, especially with a single arm or like a landmine half kneeling press, to make sure they protract so they actually push their their arm all the way through the press and they actually bring their shoulder joint forward and then they can actually retract their scapula on the way down. Um, drive your elbow to your butt is a great one if you're trying to hit the lats on a one arm row because people oftentimes shrug or have too much elbow flexion inside of a one-arm dumbbell row. Um, and if we're trying to hit our lats, we actually want less elbow flexion and more of like a drag. So you can drag the dumbbell back. Um, you can drive your elbow to your to your uh, butt, um, keeps your shoulder pack, keeps your elbow low and fires your lats. 
Um, chest proud is a good one for some of them. Let me see the logo on your chest is a good one for some of them. Um, there's so many, but like, again, I've sat there with clients and I've been like, rip the floor. And they're like, what? Deer in headlights, torque the floor, huh? Grip the floor, huh? They don't get it. Um, I've told people to imagine, I've said this on the podcast too. I've, I've told people to imagine their feet are monkey toes, grab the floor with your monkey toes. And all of a sudden they can grip the floor. They have way better form. So it, it just depends. You know, some people just stay tall. Like that works great. Other people doesn't do shit. Um, so it just depends. Um, for like a, like a, a deadlift, I like uh hip hinge up squat or squat it up, thrust it through. I like that a lot because I think a lot of people lift with their hips and their hips shoot up in the air. But if you squat it up, you're using your simultaneously extending your knees and your hips at the same time. And that's the goal. Everything moves together. And then once you get past your knees, you just thrust, hip thrust it through and drive your hips through explosively. Um, so yeah, those are, those are just a few, but like other than that, I'd need to sit down with the person, see what they're doing, have an exercise in mind, then go through things. And also too, you got to think the cue I use is dependent on the issue I'm seeing. If somebody is poorly performing a movement, I'm going to use a cue to fix that right? Like versus me just throwing out random things right now. Um, one, <laughs> things keep popping up in my head. One last one I'll say, I took this from Christian Thibodeau. Um, he, he said, imagine your bicep is a slinky. This is an old T-Nation article and uh, uh, compress a slinky. So like for me, I think of when I'm doing like a drag curl or the top of a curl, just trying to peak the contraction imagine I'm like shoving my shoulder down into my elbow or vice versa, my elbow up into my shoulder and it just compresses your bicep like a slinky, really big contraction. So I like that one too. All right, Brittany, when at maintenance, I know having flexibility with food and being able to enjoy foods that are harder to fit into a deficit is part of making it a lifestyle, but how stringent should you be with continuing to track everything and sticking to numbers. I feel the need to track even more strictly because if I'm at maintenance, I feel like I could quickly slip into a surplus. Should I just chill out and enjoy my maintenance or continue to be on the strict side? So I think it depends quite a bit. Um, I think you kind of lean in one of the two ways with flexibility. I personally believe that if you're at maintenance, I think you should be more flexible with the numbers while being more stringent with the foods. At the end of the day, whole foods are going to make you feel better. Your digestion is going to be better. They're going to be more beneficial from uh, for your immune system for to avoid getting sick. Um, it's going to fuel your energy better. So digestion absorption and the energy in the gym is going to be better. Um, the macros that you count are actually more accurate. So I just really encourage people to be have more whole foods, and then I uh, loosen the range. So, for example, if we're really dialed in trying to get to your physique goals, I'm going to say, hey, be within five grams of protein and carbs and within two to three grams of fat. Like, that's really close to your targets. But if I have somebody at maintenance and we're being more comfortable and I know they're eating a lot of whole foods and the foods they're tracking are very accurate, I'm going to say, hey, get within 10 to 15 grams of protein and carb and get within, you know, let's say five to seven grams of fat, a little bit looser. Um, and for some people at maintenance, it's not so much. And now if somebody's at maintenance and they're choosing their flexibility to be eating out more, I'm going to say, Hey, we're going to be more flexible in your food choices, but we're going to keep it pretty tight on your macro numbers. So I still want you to be within five grams of protein and carb and within two to three grams of fat. Why? Because we know that what you're tracking is inaccurate as well. So if you're too inaccurate, then you're definitely going to be even more inaccurate as a whole. So I hope that makes sense. But you kind of got to pick your poison. Which which side are you going to have more flexibility with? If you have too much flexibility in both areas, we're just inaccurate, right? Um, so there's that. I also think there's some clients that work better with having a free day. So like for me, that's how I am. Like 
I actually really like routine. I like structure. So for me during maintenance, I'm going to be pretty damn on point. I have really good food choices and I stick to my macros pretty well. But on Saturdays, I, I typically just don't track, at least not dinner. Like I just don't track dinner. I want some wine, want something to eat. I just don't go overboard and I'm probably over calories. It is what it is. Or my at the very least, my fat's higher than my carbs or normally are, whatever it may be. Um, and that's that. So there's certain people, I think it just depends on personality type. And I've used all three of those things with different clients, depending on where they're at. Um, but I think, I think you should chill out. Um, you don't need to do both. Um, so it's kind of like, but like you mentioned enjoying food. So I think you're probably picking that side of the flexibility, which is totally fine. So there's nothing wrong with being a little bit more, uh, rigid with your numbers. And then on the days that you're very on point with your food choices, let's say your whole day is cooked at home then be more flexible with your numbers. You don't need to be exact. That's the whole point of maintenance. Um, maintenance is a, is a range. It's not a dead number. Like for any of us to assume that 2,600 is my exact maintenance, it, that's not true. Your maintenance fluctuates with your activity levels, with your sleep levels, like how many hours of sleep you're getting, with what you trained today, how much water you've drank, steps you've taken, stress you've had, so on and so forth. So you're, and this is really everything, but it's, we're not going to say that for a deficit because obviously we want to track a hidden number because we need more accuracy during a deficit. But with maintenance, it is a range. It is not a strict number. Therefore, you you can chill out quite a bit. Jonathan Oliveira, two questions. Number one, are you going to do an open house tour of the new facility? Um, no, <laughs> I'll do it online. Um, we Yeah, we just don't. Uh, we haven't had any plans to have like an open house to bring people out. Um. Yeah, just because I know there's a lot of people out here in Seattle that would come, uh, but we're we're it, it's a private facility, so we're gonna keep it closed. We're gonna do an online open house, so to speak, where we just show people, um, and then we'll have meetups along the way. Main reason is main reason because too, like I have a lot of meetups planned, uh, team meetup first thing as soon as the doors are open basically and we finish everything my team's all flying out adam's coming from london lisa from germany uh caroline from colorado um, the rest of us are here in seattle and we're doing a big like three-day event uh and then i have like people that are going to be scheduled out every month to come shoot content and do stuff for that so we just don't have any plans um i know eventually we'll do like a seminar and it'll probably just be free just because i just like giving free shit away and we'll have people out. People can fly in. People can come spend a day with us, stuff like that. But as of now, no open house uh, planned. Number two, I have this random back annoyance. In basic summary, it occurs when I extend my back from a hip hinged position. My deadlift strength is about 10 to 12% affected. At first, I thought it was a simple muscle strain and I would train through it and I still can, but it isn't going away and it isn't getting worse i'd say it's located near the lumbar spine off to the right side thoughts fixes thanks you're the man um that's hard to say john uh i i would honestly like this is the situation where i'd refer out i'd say man you got to go see somebody go see a pt go see a chiropractor that's really well versed um if you're in i think I, i'm assuming you're in the washington area if you asked about an open house if you are um shoot me a dm on instagram i can refer you out to plenty of people that could help you um but that's one of those things where you got to go get it checked. It sounds like it's probably your QL that's in that region um, to the right side or the left side. It's on both sides. Um, and oftentimes it comes from tight glutes, tight parafemoris, tight lats, um, instabilities or imbalances um, cause, being caused left to right. Uh, so you might be compensating during a deadlift or even during a squat. And the squat is actually what aggravated and caused the issue. And the deadlifts are just triggering it and making it worse. 
Um, but yeah, I think it could be, it could be many things, man. Like, uh, I would probably do some tissue work. I would probably do some serious recovery stuff. Um, I would be stretching QL lats, hip flexors, glutes, paraformoris area. Um, and then trying to work with somebody who could assess you and figure out where the instability lies that's causing the issue. Like film yourself squatting, film yourself doing something, send it to somebody or go see uh, a, a PT or somebody who can assess you in person and say like, oh, you have an issue here and it is kind of going up the chain and causing this issue. It's too hard for me to assess that over, over a podcast though, man. Trainer underscore Christine underscore. How long do you suggest cut and bulk cycles to be each? This is a really good question. Um, so I'm trying to articulate how I would answer this. Um, I answered it on Instagram briefly, but I think, I think the way I would cycle this is like, I think it all depends on how, like what your, your goal is. So like, for example, if you're a bodybuilder, this is going to be completely different. So if you're a competitive bodybuilder, or bikini athlete, I'm probably going to say like, uh, let's assume you're starting at maintenance. I'm going to start with a bulk quote unquote off season. Um, and we're going to lean gain for eight to 12 months. Like I want to take a long fucking time, almost a year. Um, we're going to implement a few, uh, diet breaks or I'm sorry, mini cuts along the way just to make sure you're in check, um, if needed. But for the most part, I want to spend like more than a half a year just trying to build muscle because it takes time, especially as an advanced athlete. Um, and then we're going to spend, 20 to 36 weeks prepping there's going to be diet breaks involved and we're just going to prep and it's going to be a big cut so for the competitive bodybuilder there's very long cuts and bulk cycles and within those there are short mini cuts and short diet breaks to break them up and make sure they're more effective and productive now with a normal individual assuming they are starting at maintenance as well it's going to be a little bit different i might say hey you're starting at maintenance cool we need to build some muscle first cool um let's spend 12 weeks building a lean gain phase. So we're ramping up your metabolism. We're building like foundational strength patterns. We're building foundational movement patterns. We're getting you comfortable in the gym, comfortable with our uh, diet protocols and how we systemize things at Boom Boom Formance. Um, and then once we get to that point, I might say, hey, we're going to shift gears. We're going to go into a cut and we're going to be more aggressive and we're going to take diet breaks throughout it and we're going to spend 12 to 20 weeks. So shorter cut than a bodybuilding prep, uh, but still decently long. 12 to 20 weeks gives me enough time to where I can implement longer diet breaks. So if we're doing 20 weeks, it might be three weeks on, one to two weeks off, three weeks on, one to two weeks off. Um, if it's 12 weeks, it might be one week on, one week off, or even one week on, three days off, right? There's so many different protocols, but essentially no matter what I'm doing, I'm probably going to want to incorporate some kind of diet break or, uh, or refeeding strategy or maintenance strategy along the way. Um, and usually that doesn't happen right away. So if I get somebody who's at maintenance and they're like, hey, uh, I want to cut, then it's a different story. Um, if somebody comes to me and they want to cut, we might spend the first four to six weeks, quote unquote, priming. So we'll spend four to six weeks establishing a good, good in intake and good habits and good routine and getting them used to my system. So we probably will recomp. We'll probably lose some fat, maybe build some muscle, maybe maintain, maybe just get build habits, whatever it may be. Um, but nonetheless, we're not implementing hard cuts or hard diet breaks or anything. It's spending four to six weeks just getting things in place, building your foundation. You cannot build a great house that will last a long time with a shitty foundation. So until we have that foundation, I don't feel comfortable building up your house and expecting the results to last. 
think about that. And this is how I am with every single client. When we take you on, we're going to build your foundation. So when we do build the house, it lasts a long time. And in nutritional terms, that means priming your body for a diet. So when we diet, whatever result you get, you sustain. And that's very, very important. Um, so it, it really, really depends. But if I had to put a number on how long I suggest cutting bulk cycles to be, for general population, for the average individual, for myself, um, you know, 12 to 20 weeks in both directions uh, with maintenance phases in between. So essentially for me right now, I'm, I'm in a quote unquote lean bulk. Um, I'm actually probably not a good example. Mine's probably going to last quite a while. <laughs> My, mine's probably going to last until like next spring. So I'm, I'm looking at like six to eight months at least where I'm just trying to build muscle because it takes time and, and I'm getting – further in my training career, further in age, uh, where I'm going to hit my genetic ceiling soon, I believe, cause I've been training a long time. So I want to double down on as much gains as I can spend. So I'll probably, uh, lean bulk for the next six to eight months, do like a 12 to 16 week aggressive cut, come back to a lean bulk, do that for the next couple of years, two or three years, to be honest with you, that's kind of where my head's at. Um, so I'm a little bit different, but I think the, the difference with me too, is I'm maintaining and I'm happy. So I'm lean enough to sustain, be healthy, be happy, um, and still feel confident. So for me, it's easier to say that I will spend the next however many months gaining, um, and my coach is going to take me through a lean bulk and then I'll cut and then do it again. For most people, they come on board. They're like, I want to cut. So we might start with a cut, then go to maintenance and then go to lean bulk and then repeat. And that cut is probably going to be 12 to 20 weeks long. Maintenance is going to be at least four weeks. Um, but I would say up to eight weeks, four to eight weeks if their goal is lean bulking. And I would say four to 16 weeks if their goal is cutting again. And that means basically like, so a good example is I have a guy who I took through a probably almost 20 weeks, probably like 18 week cut. And then we spent, we're on month four. So he's going to have 16 full weeks of maintaining reverse dieting, building up some metabolism, uh, building up his body, building some muscle. And then we're going to dive back into a cut going into the new year. So that's a good example. Um, so a long time maintaining because his goal is to cut again. Now, if his goal was gaining, we'd maintain for less because we can be a little bit more aggressive and we know we want to gain weight. So it really, really depends. But uh, usually it's anywhere between 12 to 16, 12 to 20 weeks in both directions. If your goal is to build as much muscle as possible um, and you're already lean uh, or at a good maintenance, probably longer than 20 weeks because it just takes a long time. So longer than 20 weeks with many, uh, many cuts implemented in. All right. Last question today. Heather loves lifting periodization tips for 2020 overall goal is fat loss of about 20 pounds but to maintain that and perform so number one recommendation is jump on perform and burn the full body program that is offered in the black friday special um no pun intended and, and i'm sorry shameless plug and i didn't do that on purpose but that's really the best way like if you want to burn fat and perform well jump on that program um and afterwards, you'll have an opportunity to rerun it or do something different. Uh, and I would probably go to perform and build afterwards. Uh, but but that's probably where I would start with training. Um, having a, a program that is your, – your program is going to be strength-driven. So basically following a strength conditioning program with a small amount of low-intensity um, – uh, cardio involved. So for example, inside perform and burn, you have four days a week of strength training, uh, full body strength training. So there is some metabolic conditioning involved, but it's, it's strength conditioning. So it's a very strength based program. So make sure you're performing, you're moving, you're building some muscle, you're building some strength. Um, you have two conditioning days. One is always going to be a restorative cardio day. Um, so mobility, some core work, some low intensity, like making sure that you're moving, uh, functionally, you're stimulating your core and you're just straight burning calories while improving recovery. And then the next day is an alternating. So it's a uh, weekly undulated 
uh, periodization fashion of high intensity intervals. So one week might be super hard, high intensity. One week's going to be more moderate restorative conditioning and you alternate back and forth. Um, that's how I would set up your training. Um, it's exactly how performing burn is because the whole point with that is to help people get shredded while improving their performance. And that's what that's about. So that's how I would do your training for nutrition. If your goal is fat loss, I would start now. Um, the reality is, is we have Thanksgiving. That's one meal, which you guys already had. Um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's two meals. And then let's say New Year's too. That's four meals. Four meals out of how many meals? I think RP posted something. It was like four out of 118 meals or so, 180 meals or something like that. If you're eating three times a day, which is like at least most people. So to slow down or wait for 2020 to start your fat loss is just stupid. Like there's no reason for anybody listening to this to wait. Why wait? You have no reason to. Um, there's so much opportunity between now and then. And it's just a couple days where you have good meals and you should enjoy those. So what I would do is if you were really committed, I would hire a coach. It's always going to be my recommendation. I, I would, I live, breathe, sleep, think, I'm not going to say shit, <laughs> but everything in my life is coaching. So I'm going to, I'm going to encourage you to coach. Um, there's an application in the, uh, description. So I would love for you to work with us, but nonetheless, you should hire a coach. You should follow a program that is similar to what I described. Um, and you should start fat loss now. You should have refeeds and or diet breaks built in around Christmas and New Year's. So you can have a few days off around those times, but they will be plugged in and they will actually benefit your fat loss. And I would spend from now um, for the next, like I said in the last question, 12 to 20 weeks doing fat loss, just focusing on that. You can lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks. And that's a sustainable rate. That's one pound a week. Um, and that gives you wiggle room because you could probably lose a little bit more than one pound a week. So if you really push at it, 24 weeks at most, but let's say you're anywhere between six. 16 to 24 weeks to be realistic. That's with diet breaks and the holidays involved. After that, you spend uh, at least, you know, I shouldn't even say at least because your goal is maintenance. So after that, you take an aggressive initial bump up in calories just to make sure your biofeedback and hormones improve. And then you slowly reverse diet until you find your new maintenance. You'll probably be sitting at one to three pounds heavier than you were at your lowest, but that's okay because it's mainly just water glycogen, uh, water storage, glycogen storage, and just food inside volume inside your stomach because that weighs down the scale, all three of those things. Um, even probably some extra sodium because when we add calories, we add food. When we add food, we usually add sodium. Sodium pulls water as well. Um, so for all those reasons, let's say you lose 20 pounds, you gain two back over the next however many weeks and you're just slowly reverse dieting. Like that would be the perfect thing for you cut for the next 12, 16 to 24 weeks while following a program like Perform and Burn, where it's performance-driven strength and conditioning for fat loss, having a couple cardio days per week. Um, one is more restorative, low intensity. One is high intensity conditioning. Um, and then you're going to aggressively bump up calories to a closer to true maintenance. So just enough to feel better and then reverse diet from that point. So more of a recovery style diet. Listen to my other podcast, which I'll link in the show notes if, if that is uh, something that you need to do. Um, but that would be my periodization tip, 12, 16 to 24 weeks of a diet, diet breaks implemented in around the holidays, following a four day lifting program with restorative and conditioning days built in, um, and then aggressive reverse, uh, at the beginning, just to get your initial numbers up to feel better. And then slow reversed following that initial bump up in calories to slow down the uh, rate of weight gain. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. 
It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.